now available as a pair of floppies. It's the This Gateway Podcast with me, Chris, and... Me, Ashley! Hello! So now what you've done... I mean, it's a saga. It's always a saga with you, isn't it? You, I'll do it you've taken, You've done it properly, but... Oh, I don't know. I don't know what to think. Because words, it wasn't... Have words failed you? Yeah. Your last game was Monkey Island 2. Yep. Affirmative. And you used, basically, you used that introduction, which was one of mine, but you mangled it to fit the game. And now you're reusing it. In the way in which it was originally intended. It was, yes, but it just stinks of being, uh, you know, slack-handed again, tried, doesn't it? I was trying to appease you because you kicked off about me. Trying to appease me? Yeah. Well, that's, you, you've you've walked right into it now, haven't you? you got shit all over your shoe. You've tried to appease one one piece of nonsense and you've caused another or or continued another. So we're at remitting. Maybe we should just start again. How how are you, Ashley? I'm fine-ish. I'm fine. I'm fine. Disgruntled. That's probably as honest as I'll get. You all right? I feel all over the place, I'll be honest. This afternoon, I got I got really, really sleepy, so I necked three coffees, and it still didn't touch the side. So I went out on a big walk to give myself some pep in the sunshine, get some vitamin Ooh, D. Ooh, a big walk. And now I'm, uh, now I'm all over the place. I keep, I keep getting little highs and then crushing lows. So, uh, yeah, strap yourself in. You don't strike me as a person who has drunk three cups of coffee today. <laughs> you don't. Not at all. Not at I all. I did. Because one oh didn't work, so I went for the second one, and then that didn't work. Yeah, the third you know one, what's going to happen. And I realised that caffeine kicks in doesn't isn't immediate, is it? It's a little bit later. Well, so. I reckon that you're really going to ride it out. You're going to be you're going to be all all dozy, and then about half past ten when you're crawling into bed, you just go. Whoa. Yeah, like get, get the jitters. Yeah. Oh, and also, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to be there, but I'm going to look forward to it happening anyway. And also, I hope the listener is feeling well as well. Way. Yeah, right. This game. This week, it is this game where you drive around four cities as an undercover police officer that never leaves his car. Any ideas? Uh, well, I watched a film this week called Titan or Titone. Titone? Titan. It's a French film. Uh, and that is about a lady who has sex with her car. Oh, well, it's about more what? other stuff. But she has sex with a car and then gets pregnant by the car. What? Is it that? Is it that? No. It's never no? that. Oh. Ever. Oh, okay. Is the baby, well, is it half half human, half car? Yeah. It's oh. pretty bleak. And I, your, your sentiment of never that ever is actually my sentiment towards the film. I think that, by and large, it's, it's missable. Just maybe do yourself a favour and... And miss it. it. It's certainly not that. I'm sorry to say. We're, we're, we're gonna no, play. Don't be sorry. Don't be sorry. I'm glad. I didn't we're think gonna... there was a game version, and you've you've made me happy. Oh God! Uh, in no, confirming we're, that we are playing Driver for the PS1, aka Driver. You are the Wheelman in America. <sighs> and now you've made me sad. Terrible title. I don't know what a Wheelman is. Uh, it's the person who does the getaway at the end of the robbery, isn't it? That makes sense, thank you. Or, in other parlance, The Driver. Yeah, um, okay, I get that. Like, Baby Driver. Good film, that. Can't watch it, though, uh, anymore, yeah. can we? Can't watch it anymore. Oh, uh, yeah. One of those. 
Right, Driver. Right. Again, again, couldn't watch that even before all that came out because I didn't like it. So, really? Again, yep, don't like it. I think it's very, very overhyped. I really enjoy and it. And doesn't have balls big enough for its boots. Does it have chutzpah? Yeah. Well, it's, it a, is... it's a massive old fender bender of a film. Well, it starts anyway. We're playing Driver, as I said, which released in June 1999 for the PlayStation 1. There was a Game Boy Color port in May 2000, and this also released for Windows in October 1999. I did not know this came out on either of those consoles. I only ever thought this was a PlayStation exclusive. Um, I knew that there was a color ver- a Game Boy Color version. I've seen that in action. But I wasn't a massive driver player. I've never actually been a massive driver player. The only driver that I own is Driver San Francisco because it's hugely interesting. What happens in Driver San Francisco? That's uh, just you... uh, just to pick that up. That's the uh, latest game in the series, the fifth one, which came out in 2011. Yeah, that's true. If um, And I didn't get it in 2011. I picked it up well after the fact, probably about two or three years ago, because of how interesting it sounds. The game has you... Able, and it might be the same in other driver games. Maybe I've just been missing a trick, but I think this is specific to Driver San Francisco, wherein you are a driver who can move his soul between cars. So, oh, well, I remember that. I remember all the hoo ha about that when they came out. Yeah, and then there's some sort of semi existential stuff going on towards the end. It sounds really good. I haven't played all of it yet. Is it good so far? I've played about two hours of it, and I've en- I've been enjoying it. It's like a throw-around-town driving game, um, and it's good for that. But I I have a bit of a, a wandering eye when it comes to games, so I, I start them, and then I... Especially if they're, like, ten years old already, I'll sort of get stuck into them and then not get too stuck into them. Something brand new will flash its gaze at me, and I'll go there instead. And then it's just on the pile. Yeah, but I still want to go back to it because it... Uh, it, it sounds really good. Well, this one, as I said in the introduction, is just you shackles as a undercover police officer in a car. You can't leave your car at all. You are in whatever car you're in for whichever mission you're playing. You are shackled inside that car for the entirety of the mission. Now, I think I know of something about this game, and I think it was you that told me about it. So I maybe, maybe should I keep it to myself or well, go for should it. I share? I, yeah, share. Okay. I think that you spent most of your time playing this game stuck on the tutorial missions, driving round and round in circles in a high-rise car park. No, I I didn't find the tutorial mission too difficult, but it has a reputation for being very difficult. And I have a terrible feeling that we're going to play this game tonight and actually be unable to get past the tutorial. Okay, well, in that case, what I will do is uh, try and find a way. I'll find some means... That I'll, thought... I'll be a man of means, and I'll <laughs> I'll sort us out. Yeah, that thought did cross my mind to kind of try and get past that. Yeah, well, let's um, let's drill down to that then. While while coming the conversation, the game begins with a tutorial level where you're given a series of manoeuvres you have to do to pass pass the test and be be a getaway driver, a, a wheelman, as I've learned, it's called. Things like handbrake turn, uh, 180. You have to slalom around some pillars. You're in this uh, multi-story car park. And you have to do all these moves within 60 seconds. And if you bang into things uh, more than four times, you, it, you have to restart it. It has, as I said, a reputation for being far too difficult and a bit of a strange thing because the game is inaccessible until you have done this tutorial. 
So it actually prevents you from getting to the main game itself, which therefore adds this reputation, this this mystique around it. I never really had... I had some problems with it. I found it quite tedious, but I didn't find it as frustrating as other people do. And I I was was certainly able to get past Mm. it relatively easily. But as I said, it had this this awe around it. I actually remember... um, So I got this game. I got it... I say it came out in June 1990. As I said, it came out in June 1999. I got it for my birthday in July 1999, which would have been my 13th birthday. So that would have put me in year eight at school. And I remember a kid that I was really good friends with in year six at school went up to the same secondary school as me. And when we started secondary school, he basically binned me off. And you know, him and I have been really, really good friends. And he saw secondary school as being a bit of a clean break to get away from me. Read into that what you will. Um. Jeez. Yeah, um, I know. It was I mean, this is the second This is second uh, one of your games in a row where there's been a, a really dark fr- uh, friendship attached to it because you were friends with the bully through Curse of Monkey Island. Yeah, yeah, that, that thought crossed my mind as well. Uh, and uh, now you've got a... I mean, it, that man, that person does not sound like a friend, I'll be honest. It sound, he sounds like... He sounds... He's, yeah, he doesn't sound all right. Well, he he must have had his own things going on. I remember when the first day at school, I went to sit next to him. I was like, all right, Adam, how's it going? And he just pretended not to oh, know me. Oh, you've named him. That's you've fine. named him. I'm oh, not, you don't care. Okay. I've also surname. It's fine. I remember I remember being really hit up about naming people in our first or second episodes. And so much so that we, we actually, I think, bleeped some people's names or cut content in order to keep them quiet. Because I had a friend that I was playing uh, Green Dog. He had Green Dog. Mm-hmm. And you wouldn't let me say his name. You were yeah, extremely well, scared. So here's a, here's a little background. This is what I was going to say. Here's a little background uh, tidbit that we should probably save for in case we like do a, what you call it, a, a Patreon or something like that. We can give it to the people that give us money or whatever, support us. For about 40 episodes, and that's not an exaggeration, for about the first 40 episodes, Chris was really, really, really worried about getting sued. <laughs> by everybody sued by everybody we we had serious conversations about green dogs green dogs creator and the possibility that you might accidentally hear our podcast and come and sue us for libel or something but if we accidentally said anything a bit too racy and i mean it hasn't happened yet uh, i think you know we're generally happy pleasant friendly chaps uh, but we have sailed a bit close to the wind sometimes in in what we've said about games. And your point is that now I'm just throwing names around willy-nilly. We're not a care in yeah, the world. Yeah, Adam. Adam! Well, unless... Chris wants to fight you. Unless he's not actually called Adam. I'm just saying that as a name. Just to call you bluff. I think that his name's Adam. There you go. <laughs> I think his name's Adam. His name's Adam, isn't it? I'm going to guess his last name. I'm going to see if I can land on his last name. Adam Driver? It's not It's not like a real curveball, is it? Adam Driver? Oh, yeah. Is it Adam Driver? <laughs> Because you've done together. the game Driver. <laughs> Sorry, you've done the game Driver and you've named Adam. It feels like a massive call out to the sensational Adam Driver. No, no. Something no? Else. Oh. no. Okay. Anyway. Adam 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 Fleming. Adam Fleming. Yeah, sure. Adam that's Smith. Adam, that's Adam Fleming. Adam Carter. No. Adam McAdam. Yeah. Ad- Adam Adams. Adam Adams. Adam Whoa. Adamson? That's a twist. Anyway, so I went to sat next to him. Hi, Adam. How's it going? And can I sit next to you? And he pretended he didn't know me and said, no, I couldn't sit next to him. So I had to 
go and slink and sit at the back of the class. Uh, this was in secondary school? First day of secondary school. Fast wow. forward, practically two years later to my 13th birthday, July 1999, um, yeah. him, him then digging out my phone notebooks. We used to have, you know, year six used to phone each other up quite a bit because we were best friends. And him calling me after two years of pretending not to know me and not speaking to me. And he was stuck on the tutorial level of the driver room, knew I'd got it and wanted a bit of help. Now, <laughs> do you think I gave him help or do you think I told him to jog off? I, I think you gave him help. Yeah, because I'm a nice guy. Yeah, and I also think that you maybe had a little bit of a nugget of like, maybe we can be friends again. Yeah, exactly. It's either that I'm a nice guy or because I just don't have the cojones to tell him to jog on. Mm, I think that... The thing is, I I think I've been in similar situations or, or situations that I can... Okay, so I'm going to step back. I'm going to I'm gonna go into my caring caring corner. Is that where you change your voice? I'm gonna, gone silky. Yes, I've gone soft. Is that okay? Yeah, I like it. It's not making you awkward, okay? Not yet. Um, now... I think that it's completely understandable if you were, if he rang you two years later and you wanted still to be his friend and you tried your best for him in order to achieve that. That's completely understandable and reasonable. And in no way is it suck up or sad or losery. Okay. I, and I mean that in all seriousness. We're not teenagers anymore. The arsehole in this, in this story is very definitely Adam, not you. I'll be honest, I think I'd moved on with my life by then. I didn't really care either way. Now that I don't believe. I just don't believe you. What, that I'd moved on with my life? Yeah, I think that you probably no. had a little bit of a yearning. Like, you had a pang when his number came up on your on your screen. No, it was the... Oh, it's Adam! It was the, the landline. You didn't have one that had a screen with the numbers on. With n- okay, never sorry. When his voice... When his voice came over the phone. Or, you, oh. or your dad shouted up the, the stairs... Son, it's Adam again. <laughs> again. Your dad, your dad was completely unaware. He was completely unaware you weren't friends. He was still in two years ago when you were talking left, right and centre on the phone. I think it was more a surprise, really, that he'd deigned to call me. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even think... Fr- I... Friends, friends are weird. Uh, I don't even go. know if I gave him any help, to be honest. I think I just said, eh, just, you know, crack on. Keep, keep trying. There's not really a secret to it. There isn't any secret to it. That's what I understand. It's it's just that it's a little bit pernickety. You can't. Yeah. There aren't any. There aren't any big old tricks. As as uh, as the souls born crew would say, you just got to get good or whatever. Just got to get good. I found I've probably said that completely wrong. I found an interview with one of the creators of the game. Um, something Edmondson, I can't remember what his first name was, my apologies. I think it was Gareth. And he said that he could complete that tutorial in 25 seconds and get, do it perfectly without any scrapes, etc. So they set the time limit, because a time limit as well. They set it to a minute because he thought, oh, I can do 25 seconds, that'd be fine. And then that maybe that even that time limit was, was too harsh as well. So hmm. just to put it out there, it is doable in 25 seconds. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see how we do. We will. Right, what happens that, in the rest of the game? I'm more interested in what happens post the... The, ac- the rest of the game is it's a, an action driving game where you have to infiltrate a gang as undercover officer John Tanner. And I remember him being called Tanner all the time. And it's the first time I'd heard the word Tanner. And, he's always and people that didn't like Tanner. him. Tanner. Tanner the Spanner. I think they just call him Tanner a lot. Tanner. I just remember that word a lot. Tanner. 
It was inspired by the 1978 Bruce Dern film The Driver. Never seen it. And also Starsky and Hutch. Never seen it. I can't remember if it was actually set in the 1970s, which is when both those things were set, or here in modern day, they just happened to tap into those kind of things. Hmm. Haven't got a clue. I don't know. Sorry. You said you wanted to know a bit more about the gameplay. So the missions, you know, it's called Driver. Obviously, we're a mission revolve around driving, but in different capacities. So there are some missions where you have to follow people, some missions where you have to chase people in cars. There's ones we have to deliver a car to a certain place within a time limit. There's ones we have to outrun the cops. I remember missions where you have, there's a meter that's called the um, Freaked Meter. And it's when you're tailing someone and it's how spooked they are. Like if they, they see you in their rear view mirror, mm. if you've got too close to them. And there's this, this meter and, and keeping it from making them too free was quite a, a delicate balancing act. Okay, cool. That, that actually, I mean, I feel like we should dig down on that a little bit because that, okay. it actually sounds like a pretty cool little mechanic. I don't know what mm. else there is to say other than that. I just wanted to acknowledge, hmm, that sounds all right. I remember GTA, one of them, and maybe three, did something similar uh, a couple of years later, or maybe a year Did later, it? actually. Yeah, there was a, there were a couple of missions. Now we had to follow people and not make it mm. clear that you were following them. Uh, okay, right. I don't remember Keep that. Etc. No. Uh, this game is also quite remarkable for being a very early... I'm, I'm not going to say it's the first, it probably isn't, but it was a very early open world game. Now, I'm going to use that term very loosely because you're driving around. There's four cities. There's Miami... There's San Francisco, there's Los Angeles, and there's New York. And one of the modes is the main missions you go through, and then there's the other modes where you can just explore and drive around the cities. You can't get out of your car to go and get into other cars. You're literally just driving around, and the cities are all very... Well, they are grids. There's All all the roads are at right angles to each other. And it's, mm. they're not a realistic interpretation of those cities. It's just a very kind of loose... Um, feel of each of those cities and style etc but I used to really enjoy just driving around and just seeing what I could find in those cities I think it was the first I mean the word sandbox is is, I don't think really what this is but the first game like that where I could just do do that I was going to say do I wanted obviously I couldn't do what I wanted but you know what I mean I could just I do know what you mean yeah 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 which I think was maybe one of the reasons why I asked for this game because I was I quite like driving games, always have quite like driving games, and this one where it's a driving game, but that kind of do what you want. I quite like the sound of that. We visited Miami in uh, Easter 2000, so within a year of me getting this game, and I remember boring my family because I kept saying, "Oh, it's that being Driver? Oh, I remember that bit from Driver. Oh, there's a there's a monorail. That's like in Driver." <laughs> I've just done a spit take. <laughs> like, I, uh, I just covered the mic in tea because I'm rock and roll. Sorry about that. That that was a genuinely uh, people that weren't with people who didn't get to see that. You've just missed a, an absolute treat. Lovely little if you've been um, rendition of Chris's life. Yeah. Oh no, I meant like you. It was... didn't mean me. I meant you. Yeah, that was funny. It, it was me trying to get my parents and my brother yeah, to, to, to like games like me, be, be, have an interest yeah, like Yeah, I mean, there's the sad. Failing, you know, failing. Miserably. I was just thinking it was funny and actually there was sad there. And just, <laughs> you just you just put it front and centre on the table. Bittersweet. Please love me, family. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't, didn't register that bit. I wish I had said that now because uh, I've, I've undermined the humour now. I've not, I've not talked about the developers, the 
The game was developed by Reflections Interactive, who were a British studio based in Newcastle, and they were sold to Ubisoft in July 2006 for $24 million. Cool! The team are still going as a Ubisoft studio. For example, their last game that they did was Watch Dogs Legion in 2020. Uh, the team, as well as doing Driver, even before they did Driver, they developed Destruction Derby. Ah, yeah. So that was a massive game on the... Mm. Uh, I feel like the zeitgeist of of like early nine, uh, of early PlayStation games, Destruction Derby's right up there. Even 100%. more so than, say, the Driver franchise that goes big guns in later generations. Destruction Derby and Destruction Derby 2 uh, were massive, absolutely massive. Ne- never played either of them. But I just know that. Yeah, great. So, so massive. But yeah, I know exactly what you mean. They were just, they were always there. And they, they, yeah, they we, seemed to do really well. We aren't the be all and end all of gaming, are we? We don't. What? Aren't we? We haven't played all the games. No, I guess not. One of the biggest things I found is that there actually isn't a lot else to say about this game at all. Uh, I've really scraped the barrel with some of those stories there. So, uh, mm. that's that for the first half, I'm afraid. All right, okay. I mean, it's funny sometimes, isn't it? The the games that don't really have much around them. Cause sometimes mm. you've got, you got these weird little curios or weird little off-the-track games, and then there's all sorts of stuff going on around them. Like, I mean, Green Dog, I've mentioned Green Dog a few times. Green Dog had all of this stuff. It was the, the centre of this Green Dog universe that, until I looked into it, and had no idea about a Green Dog board game and a Green Dog surfing shop and all of these licensed um, associations with... Was, it, was his name Rick Green? Rick Green? It I think was it was. Indeed. The, all, all of this like hidden life of the game. And then you come to something massive like Driver, and it, it's just bare. Driver was made Nothing by... Nothing going on. Made by a British team. It's got a garage shooter at the start. That's about it. Yeah. Well, in some ways, it's a shame, but it also means that we can get into uh, get into playing it and have a little bit more to say. Yeah. After let's see. after the break, let's see what this garage is all about. Driver, the game where you drive around, do some driving. Drive. Yeah, neither. Neither driver. Neither. I'd rather... No, I was was workshopping something out loud and I can't make it work. But point is, I I didn't enjoy playing the game. There you go. It's straightforward. It's really sapped you, hasn't it? It, Yeah, a little bit. Sorry to hear that. What's uh, what's sapped you so much? I spent... More than half an hour sitting around on the tutorial, as we foreshadowed in the first half. Um, and it was just, it was, I was doing everything. It took a while to figure out the controls and get them working the way that I wanted them to work or, 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 or for me to pick up how they worked. And even after I'd done that and I was doing everything, I just couldn't, for some reason, I couldn't get the reverse 180. So I had to reverse the car and then spin it 180 degrees using presumably the handbrake. It just wasn't going. So couldn't couldn't make it. I tried all sorts of different ways. Couldn't do it. 
Was there ten things on that list? Oh, were there ten things on that list or thereabouts? You had to achieve all of them within that minute. Yeah, yeah, it's ten, ten or thereabouts. It was like too many things. Mm. It was just too many things. I was getting all of them, but this reverse one eighty, and it just seems like a really ridiculous, a really stupid, ill thought out, um, plan to put this gate at the beginning of your game i guess the point of it it's it's to science the plot it's that he's proving his metal with the gang that he's managed to infiltrate and proving to them that he is worthy of being a getaway driver i think it makes sense in context of the game but i also agree that it is unnecessary and unnecessarily difficult yeah i suppose the issue that they've got is that they're suggesting that you are a fully fledged getaway driver that is how the mm. game puts it out there as you're as you're sort of intimating the fact is the person with the controller in their hands isn't a fully fledged getaway driver and if you're not going to give them some reins if you're not going to give them some bumpers in the alley in the gutters then they're going to keep falling in the gutters absolutely i wonder how many people picked that up and just intuitively having read the manual intuitively were able to knock out a perfect tutorial drive well uh, I, I do want to brag but uh I, I did it on my was it third time on your third time what well, a ru- there you go, war, war rush mm. there's there are reasons adam left you <laughs> <laughs> we found a uh or, or i looked at a youtube video uh just uh, of the tutorial just to see how to do a couple of the moves and there was some hilarious well, hilarious comments and basically i can what you've said that this is a very unusual gameplay choice why have you put this here why do they put it here loads of people saying that they couldn't do it and gave upon the whole game which i think is probably a sentiment you're echoing as well so someone compared someone compared this to being like the final boss of the game but right at the start of the game which made me laugh yeah i mean other games have done that to great effect one of them is elden ring where one of the i mean everything's hard in that game but the one of the bosses at the beginning is touted to be like ludicrously difficult and you you can find your way around it in very long-winded ways but for the most part most people are going to have to go through this boss the the difference with that is there is a huge area that you can walk around and fight in and level yourself up so that you're slightly more ready for this horrible beast there is no getting ready for the horrible beast that is the driver driving tutorial there, there's no item you can get to make it easier no uh, no nothing except just bashing your head against that wall over and over and over again well once we got past that what was the actual game itself like the levels yeah so the game itself the thing is i think you are kind of expecting me to say oh i hate it i don't dislike the driving feel or the and or experience and generally driving around or across as was the case in basically all the missions that i touched well the few it was a, it was not even it was not it's not very many but driving around sorry driving across san francisco wasn't terrible it was not as open as i kind of expected it to be but then that was probably a naive expectation because of the fact that it's on the playstation and the, the mouse were big as well 
Yeah, they are pretty big. They were quite funneled, though. So I found myself multiple times driving over the bay, presumably, on these roads that had walls on either side and couldn't really go anywhere other than forward. Oh, that was in Miami, not San Francisco. Oh, that was Miami. I apologise. How am I supposed to know the difference? I mean, I don't know the difference. San Francisco's got trams. A big old And a big old bridge. And Alcatraz. You can actually see that in the game, can you? Yeah, you drive over it. I, oh, one of the options of their menu, which I dived into for a bit while Ashley was trying to get past the Mulsory car park, there were a lot of options off the main menu, which I want to talk about as well. One of them was the take a ride option where you can just, it was the open world aspects I talked about in the first half. And in San Francisco, I remembered that up in the top left corner of the map is the Golden Gate Bridge that you can drive over and there's not really anything over the other side, but the fact you can do it. So I went straight over there and drove over the Golden Gate Bridge and had a had a lovely time doing so. I imagine there are better games to do that in. Yeah, if that's but, what you're looking to do. But PlayStation One, nine ninety nine, quite limited resources. Yeah, it, it felt yeah, it felt I, like a like a revelation. I, that was what I was kind of getting on to say that actually the the experience on the PlayStation, I was probably naive to expect more than they delivered, and actually what they delivered was probably quite accomplished. And the driving felt pretty good. It felt a bit loose and a bit, you know, like a bell on top of a pencil sort of dang just rocking around on a on a pole or whatever um it felt a little bit like that it felt but, very strange pressing x to accelerate and not r2 yeah yeah that but that again is just times times mm. have changed so yeah really what i'm saying is for what it is it's barely impressive it's just not for me at all so I banged out early on. I can't remember if it was the second or third mission. because So this was the major issue, really. I really, really disliked Kamikaze Police. The The police were just so, so aggressive. It was They would be driving in the opposite direction to you, and they would see you from a fair distance. And instead of sort of trying to manoeuvre you and slow you down or whatever, they would just drive at, like head on at you 90 miles an hour and smash into the front of you. You had a damage meter. And in that second mission, I got sideswiped and head-on rammed so many times that I didn't even get, I think, even a quarter of the way towards my goal. Just because of these kamikaze police. And you're going down these corridors. Like I said, when you're over the water, there is no turning off the road or avoiding what's coming at you. You are just, you're in between these two walls. You can't go anywhere. The police are coming at you from ahead and behind. Where are you going? Nowhere. So just it, following on from the tutorial, that aspect just felt so frustratingly unfair that I, I just didn't want to spend any more time with it and I banged out. I felt with the police chasing you, I think it was very well done. I realised that the mechanics behind it. Mm. So you had, there were arrows at the bottom of the screen that showed where the police cars were in relation to your car if you were, if they were behind you as opposed to in front of you. And how solid the arrows were showed how close the police cars were to your car, which again I quite liked. And you yeah. know, you could see the, the arrows weaving left and right as they were weaving around traffic as well. And then you also could hear the police radio sort of said he's heading east and things like that, which which was wrapped into to what I was actually doing in the game, which again I thought was was pretty impressive. Yeah. But I agree with what you're saying that they were overly aggressive and they gave 
pursuit that gave chase like a lot longer than I was expecting them to do so, therefore making the missions a lot more difficult than they needed to be. I didn't actually have any problem with that. I didn't have a problem with the pursuit. The pursuit seemed to tail off quite quickly um, a lot of the time. But there were just, in that second mission in particular, there was just police coming at me from all, all angles in ridiculous ways, in ridiculous places where I just couldn't get away from it. There was no getting away. It was just like, here, take this. It felt like being smacked around the head over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Um and someone telling me to, to think of it as fun. And being quite, well, and being glib, I guess, without actually meaning to be, the missions were all just variations on driving, which I know is not a surprise from the game being called Driver, but it was it was every mission I did was drive from A to B, and that was that. There wasn't really any variety within that. I guess the ones where yeah. you had that freak, freaking meter, whatever it was called, what did I say earlier? The... Uh, freaked me to that so um they must have come into a bit later so the first mission was drive from a to b b to c done second mission yeah. was was drive from a to b with the timer going up i don't really see what the point was of having a timer going up unless it timed out at a certain time but i i don't know and then i assume third... it was to try and drive you like here here's something to artificial target. have a have a go at going fast yeah i guess so. who's fastest and then the third mission was drive from A to B with some police chasing. They were, they were quite on it because you had some had some hot property, I think that's what they call it in the trade, that you had to try and get rid of, which I managed to get rid of with six seconds to spare. Uh, that was that was well quite done. nice. That was a bit of a rush. Yeah. Cool. But, well done. Yeah. Do they call it hot property? I don't know. Hot item. Uh, yeah, I don't know. No. Uh, I, shan't, I shan't be made to incriminate myself. Another couple of nice aspects of the game, I thought, were the music, and also I was very, very impressed by the film director mode. Now, something that I have no interest in, something I would certainly have had no interest in as a 13-year-old, but the layers of customizability is that a word? I'm not sure, that you could add to it, the angling the cameras and setting different camera angles and all this sort of stuff with it, I was genuinely very impressed. And off the main menu, there was an option where it was uh, I can't remember what the, the phrase phrasing was. Basically, you could watch some custom made ones that have been done by the developers, and they were they were pretty good. Not anything that interests me whatsoever. I've never really got into things like that, and especially in that period of uh, the PlayStation, when actually those things started to proliferate. The the idea that you can direct your own little game films, I think, is a cool idea. It's just a game never been really anything that appeals. Yeah, left me completely cold. I remember the, the reviews really gushing about it and the fact you can then save them onto the memory cards and then take them around to your friend's house and get them to watch what you've done. I think yeah. it probably is tapping into the fact that this game is in a homage to those, like I said, the Driver, Bullet, Starskin Hutch, those kind of films and TV series. So that's yeah, why they've put that in. Yeah, you kind of get in the music, don't you? Yeah, completely. Uh, but yeah, it's not, not something I would, uh, I would particularly enjoy. Yeah, uh, going back to the main menu then, one of the options was driving games, and there were loads of different modes, which I had a great time dabbling with as well. So there was a mode mm. called Crossdown Checkpoint, which is where it randomly put five checkpoints across the map, while the other you had to go through and get them. That was quite fun. Uh, Pursuit was where I was chasing someone and trying to damage their car more than my car got damaged, and they, they were quite good at driving, so that was that was quite fun as well. Getaway was where I had to try and lose the police tail. Uh, there was Survivor, which I didn't try because it sounded a bit scary. 
Trailblazer had a hundred flags that were dotted across the whole city, and he had to tap each one, which would then have three seconds onto your timer. So trying to keep yeah. the timer going as much as possible, which you said was very similar to the mechanic from Burning Rubber way back from episode six. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just just a nice bit of variety again. I think it, it's when you say when you say that I said it was as similar to Burning Rubber. I did, but it's actually similar to a lot of modes in lots of games and probably other games even more so. With the idea that you sort of race to a checkpoint and that checkpoint adds on ten seconds or three seconds mm-hmm. or whatever the arbitrary number is. And um, I mean, I don't know whether it was as prolific at this time that Driver came out or may or before, but I do think that I have played games maybe on the SNES. I can't think of which ones, but I think I might have played games on the SNES that were doing that. So, I'm surprised you haven't come across the mechanic, to be honest. No, no. Mm. Or maybe okay. I have just kind of not, not take, taken it on, really. Yeah, maybe. Right, so, off this main menu as well, there was an option called Cheats. So I went into that and went into Game of AQs and found there are a few cheats that you typed in by using the different shoulder buttons. So there was no police, no damage. There was a mode that made the cars all go small. Then yeah. I realised, when on episode 102, or as we say 110, when we allow for Christmas specials and stuff, I don't think we've ever actually, out of all the games we've played, we've never looked into playing them with cheats on. Ever. Yeah, no. Well, because we're good boys. Yeah. But also because, I mean, that was a baked into the game set of cheats, was it? That you just outlined. A- apparently, when you complete the game, they then all appear in the main menu for you to then turn off and on as you see fit. Yeah. But they're, they're like the classic PS1, so L1, R1, L2, R2, R1, R1, that sort of thing. Well, Goldeneye on the N64, that had a series of cheats that you could win by achieving certain things in the game. It was like an early version of achievements, if you like. And there were various different things that you could apply to um, the characters and the and the guns in the game. So one of them that we used to enjoy playing was paintball mode mm-hmm. or, or DK mode, which made everybody's heads and hands and arms very big. Um, and then you could have mini mode, like tiny mode, and yeah. all, all these different novelty um, things. And they were hardwired into the game you didn't have to press any buttons you just have to turn them on and off and you had to have um done something to achieve them so other than that though i don't think that i particularly engaged with cheats in in a massive way as a as a player so maybe that's why oh heisty i'll tell you where the place oh did you well i'll tell you where they did come more into the fore it was on on pc games like real-time strategy games uh, Age of Empires had some good ones. Like you could, you could. Um, I can't remember them anymore. But Hannah would know. But there was one. I can't remember which version, one or two. But um, you could, you could spawn in a giant robot from the future, right. and it would march across the map shooting lasers at all of these caveman type. Well, not caveman, Renaissance knights and archers and things, and just have this giant mechanical robot. It was pretty cool. Um, but before that, and and after, to be honest, I used to use the Sims cheat where you got lots of money and then just build lots of nice lavish houses with all the best Rosebud. Things. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Why do I remember that? Why is that occupying part of my brain? I don't know. Let's make a film to figure it out. <laughs> it was, when we first got the internet, I remember going through IGM. So this is like... 2000 maybe not yeah. actually maybe sort of around the time of pen driver 
uh, and going on IGN and looking at all my Mega Drive games and finding all these cheats, like level select and all this, and then have this sheet of A4 paper that I scrawled all the cheats on so I could then take them through into my bedroom and try the cheats out. So I could go Ooh. back to the, the likes of Royal the Rescue, uh, Mickey Mania, uh, other games that we've covered already in the podcast, and have some great, great times. Do a cheat. cheat. Yeah, do a cheat, nice exactly. Yeah, brilliant. Lucky you. Well, and you I get to them on your own without your friends. What was the other one? Ale- uh, Adam and what was the other one from Monkey Island? Joe. Yeah. Adam and Joe. Is that his real name? Genuine Adam and Joe. Yeah. Okay. Did they go on to make a. No. I said to Ashley during the halftime points that I hadn't actually twigged, but the two that I've. These two people I was at school with that I've talked about the last couple of episodes actually were friends. And I wonder if they knew that the two of them were surreptitiously talking to me about games on, on the DL to uh, without the other person knowing. Yeah, that some, would be, that of, was an interesting sort of, little dynamic, wasn't it? Some sort of tryst. I haven't got anything more to say. I, I've, I, large, I'm a bit, well, I'm, I'm quite on the negative side for this game, but I, I think it is a bit mixed. I understand why people might have played it and why they might even have enjoyed it. I just don't think that I would have even then. And I, Certainly haven't this evening. I am on the complete flip side of that. It might be because of the coffee. Maybe I'm riding that crest at the moment. But I really enjoyed it. I was quite sure for myself for having completed the Bloodstory Car Park tutorial so quickly and then actually going to the game and all the different modes and stuff. I just had a, had a blast playing it. I, I think it's a bit like you said with on 2 last week. It's a game I'm never going to go back to permanently, but it's just nice to know that having played it again tonight, 20 years probably i'd imagine after i last played it that yeah i still think it holds up yeah okay well there's nothing wrong with that that's fine just to round off then kind of the the history of driver after this there was an a remake of driver for the ios in december what? 2009 yeah just what everyone's crying out for in december 2009 give us, driver. give us driver and lo and behold <laughs> it, it appeared with enhanced graphics re-recorded music and the voice acting and cutscenes were re-recorded as well Lucky everybody. Yeah, exactly. Lucky everyone. It came out on the PSN in October 2008. And then we mentioned Driver San Francisco in the first half, but a sequel, Driver 2, came out in November 2000. Uh, that very similar gameplay, but it added things such as, I remember the roads had curves in, and that being a big thing that people talked about in the in the games magazines, that <laughs> the roads had curves. It wasn't all at 90 degree angles anymore. And also that Tanner, Tanner, again, Tanner, he could get out of his no. car. Oh and my could, god! You could walk around as him, and <gasps> his shadow shows him walking along holding a gun. <clears throat> oh. But he's actually, but he's actually holding a gun. I, I remember noticing that, and nothing. He's just empty-handed. He walks along like a like a norm, but then in his shadow, he's walking along with his holding his gun up. It Why makes no sense. Exactly. Why did they have a gun that they then cut? Do you think? But I would assume that's probably what has happened there. Yeah, interesting and strange. Driver 3 then chugged along, drove into the track. Was it in the old Rag Doll? Yeah, yeah, it probably was. That was in June 2004. That was the one where it was stylized as driver with the E being a 3. Yeah. Drive through. Awful, awful decision. Parallel Lines came out in 2006 and then San Francisco in 2011. Parallel Lines was one, I think it had, it was called Parallel Lines because it had there were two storylines. One was 
Tanner or someone in the 70s and then one was someone in the present day and it was about how they interlinked a bit like Ashes to Ashes I guess but I might be wrong with that I might have conflated Ashes to Ashes and Life on Mars with with Driver there I'm just going to put that caveat there Uh, finally uh, you may or may not be pleased to know that a live action TV series of Driver is in the works couldn't care less there's a a bit of a proliferation like a second coming of of um of game film adaptations at the moment is there, but they're in the form of Netflix special mm-hmm. shows. There's Halo's just come out somewhere, and uh, there was a, another recent one. They're talking about God of War as well, mm-hmm. making God of War into, into a TV show. Um, and at the time recording, Sonic 2 has is yeah. sort of on the horizon, has been getting some very good reviews. Yeah. Well, let's, before we sort of get ahead of ourselves and get too excited, this is coming to your favourite streaming platform and mine, Binge.com. No, I've never heard of it either. Binge.com is an upcoming streaming platform showcasing original series and shows created for gaming fans. Cool, I just farted, so that was uh, that was good timing. <laughs> yeah, Binge.com. So I had a look at, see what it's all about on Binge.com, and I'm just going to read this paragraph to you because it made me feel a little bit sad. Binge is an immersive streaming platform created for the gaming universe. Earn useful BITS rewards, BITS is B-Y-T-Z, for binging exclusive shows, premium channels, and original live-action series where your favourite games come to life. So, hey everyone, come and spend your life watching our programmes and get rewards for spending your life binging on our stuff. That's just just to describe it as being very healthy. Well, health aside, it sounds shit. <laughs> Okay. Sorry. Is that is that low, Bob? <laughs> uh, yes. It's your opinion. Um, it is very much my opinion. It does sound. It, do, it doesn't sound. I. It doesn't sound good. There you go. No, it doesn't. I've. I've, but, edged, yeah. I've, I've taken it back a few steps. Well done. Good. That that'll keep the lawyers at bay. Yeah. Live action driver series coming this year to binge dot com. So keep your peepers peeled for that. Oh, I definitely will. In the meantime, while you are waiting with girded loins for Driver to launch on Binge.com, you can, of course, come and join us on all the usual social medias. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And remember to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review, please. Yeah, thanks, everybody. And thank you, Chris, for bringing me another crappy game. I'll uh, <laughs> think it, we'll see everyone next week. Bye. Welks. Bye. Bye.